Greetings, everyone. Once again, it's Mota Mwanidi sharing the authentic truth brought to us by Zulula. So here today, the teacher I'm going to share is going to be regarding the terrible vision of Isaiah chapter 6. Because in the current classical day Bible, they, they say that no, in Isaiah 6, that Isaiah saw the Lord, that so-called Yahweh, sitting on the throne. And the linen of his robe filled the temple. <clears throat> so, in the current classical day Bible, they talk about God, Jehovah, Yahweh, and so on. So, God, the God, the so-called God of humanity, the so-called God of the Christian, the so-called God that many people have accepted, that humanity have accepted, that God was sitting on the throne. So that means something can contain him. But we know that the true creator, nothing can contain him because he lives inexplicably out of all realities. So that God, that so-called Yahweh, that so-called Lord of the Bible that was seen by Isaiah 6 is a lie. It's a heresy. It's confusion. Even the so-called Jehovah Witnesses, they will draw him, they will represent him, and they, many people are going to worship that so-called God that was seen. And you have to understand as well, in Isaiah 6, in the correct class of the Bible, they said that the seraphim were above him. So first, they say he was sitting, so that means he's already contained because the chair... For them, when they will represent him, they will represent him on a chair. They will also represent the so-called Jesus on the chair. And, and some people will say that's the same Jesus as well because they say he's the same person. And then they will say the seraphim are above him. So that means there's a space between the so-called Jehovah, the so-called Lord of the Bible, and the seraphim that are above him. So there's a space. So that means space contain him so that god of the bible is in time and in space but we know that the true creator once again cannot be contained at any 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 point live inexplicably out of all realities is beyond time and space <clears throat> and people are going to say no you that Zulula saw that Zulula has uh, renied, has denied the so-called Christian God, the so-called Lord of the Bible. But people will read without understanding, without knowledge. They will be victims of false translations. And other people will say, no, the seraphim cannot see God. But... At the same time, the so-called Isaiah saw God. And even according to the current class of the Bible, they say that Isaiah was living in sin, was a sinner. So the, and even Jacob saw God, and according to the current class of the Bible, and when you go in Exodus, they will also say that, uh, that Moses and the 70 elders of Israel saw God and so on and you can see you can tell that that doesn't make sense 
And they will also claim that no, the seraphim hide hid their face to not be able to see God. But that's the explanation, that's the so-called theories that many people adhere to, follow, believe in. And now we're going to reveal terrible vision of Isaiah 6. And for that, we are going to go in Kalata Dubise. So that means the book of Enoch. Of course, it is mentioned also in Bibel, in Isaiah, meaning Wunja, that's his true name, in, uh, in Wunja 6. But here we're going to see, we are going to share in Kalata Dubise, the book of Enoch, the authentic version. And I will translate it here in English for us. So, in Kalata Dubise, the book of Enoch, chapter 1, verse 273, it says this, The and Biedi transported me back to another indescribable reality. In bracket, unimaginable, comma, ineffable. So, here, in the book of Enoch, in verse 273, Enoch was in a vision. He was seeing, and he also saw the same vision that Isaiah saw in Isaiah 6. <clears throat> and it was Dibagane, Dibangane, and Biedi, who are two entities from the great order of things that were showing Dubise, meaning the prophet Enoch, those different, that vision, and were accompanying him, guiding him. And what does Dibangane mean? Dibangane, so that entity means to keep the secret. That's the name of that entity. And Biedi means mastery of forbidden knowledge and dubise the prophet enoch his name is to initiate it means initiates it means baptized it's because he had to be initiated at the time of the ancestor of the ancestors you had to wear your name bear your name because your name was your spirit and the name had a meaning because it was your own spirit so these two entities appeared to dubise which was the past for the entities because those entities are beyond our time and beyond our our time and space beyond our realities so they appeared to dubise which was the past for the entities but it was the present for dubise <clears throat> You have to understand as well that they didn't put Enoch, Dubise, his story in the current classical day Bible, because even the current, the other version of Enoch, they will contradict the current Bible. They will contradict the so-called Jesus. They will contradict many of the texts. That's why they didn't want to put it. But the truth is here. So, so here it says, 
once again, the Bagane and Biedi, the Bangane and Biedi transported me. So that's transported Dubise Enoch back to another indescribable, indescribable reality, unimaginable, ineffable. So that reality, you can't describe it. You can't conceive that reality. You cannot perceive it. So it's not something you can imagine and come up with. So that's not something you can also translate or repeat that. But because the two entities were there and it was also with the Munzi meaning the spirit, they permitted that Dubise, they allowed Dubise to relate, to write down his experience. In Dubise chapter 1 verse 274, it says this. So that's, once again, Kalata Dubise available in, um, from Les Editions Oulassan. Here. All right. So verse 275, he says this. Whoops. <clears throat> it was to be expected, comma. I was incapable of conceiving this reality, comma. You see, he was incapable of conceiving that reality, of conceiving what he was seeing, comma. I thought myself i thought myself transported into non-consciousness so here Duby say he wasn't in the non-consciousness but he thought he was so that's the precision so he thought he was in the non-consciousness meaning that means the reasoning the visible reasoning his thought and so on from the visible from the physical in there there is none of that dubise chapter 1 verse 275 what about what about my amazement when i appeared before mutate di semicolon so here Dubise appeared before Mutatedzi. And who is Mutatedzi? Mutatedzi is the entity that guides and entronizes the initiates. And Mutatedzi is also mentioned in origin, meaning in Genesis. That's the entity that appeared also to Moto and Muto, meaning the first man and the first woman, and to many other prophets so it wasn't the so-called lord or the so-called god of the bible or the so-called god that humanity have accepted it wasn't yahweh no it was mutatezi the entity so they took the story of mutatezi and they changed for the the change his name the change for 
the angel of the Lord. That's what he's known in the current class of the Bible. That's what they call him, the title, the Lord, the angel of the Lord. But it wasn't God, it wasn't Yahweh. They put lied, they confused, and they've invented a false God that was that they put in the so-called Bible, in their fake translations, in their fake versions. And many people are worshipping that fake God. And behind that, behind that fake God that they've described, that they've seen, that many people worship, is demons are behind him, are behind that fake God, and Satan as well, and the fallen angel are behind. <clears throat> so, That reality, it was inimaginable, inimaginable for the spirit of man. That's why he says here in Dubisay 274, I was incapable of conceiving this reality. I thought myself transported into non-consciousness. And... The two entities, Dibangane and Biedzi, were also there to guide Dubise so that Dubise doesn't fall into madness because of what he was seeing in the vision. In Dubise, one, chapter 1, verse 276, he says this, I saw Mutatezi on a very high throne comma it was mutatedi that was on a throne so that has nothing to do with the false god with the fake god of humanity comma and the train of his linen filled the temple and you can also see that in Isaiah meaning wunja chapter 6 from verse 1 to 2 So, in verse 277, it says this, Weah, Seraphim, stood above him. So, the Weahs, the Weah stood above him. So, the Seraphim, that's plural, stood above, above him, semicolon. They each had six wings semicolon two with which they covered their face comma two with which they covered their feet comma and two with which they used to fly in bracket for the ceremony and you see that also in revelation chapter 4 from verse 11 to 13. so he was for the ceremony some will say, like I've mentioned, that they will hide their face because they cannot, they couldn't see God. But no, it was a ceremony. People are simply victims of their own ignorance and of their own victimization. It was a ceremony they were accomplishing. 
verse 278. I saw that the base of the throne on which Mutatedi was at, comma, was surrounded with light of a very great density, comma, and lightning came from it from all sides. Semicolon. And what was the throne? Next verse says, This throne was a mighty Jopele Epiti, in bracket, supreme power. So, the fake pastors out there, the fake so-called Jehovah Witnesses, people, many people will try to draw God, and they will so also draw him on the throne, meaning a physical throne, like a chair. But it wasn't a chair, a physical chair, no. Dubisse describes the scene. Understand here that when we talk about the throne, it's not a physical throne, it's not an ordinary throne, throne it's not a chair. Because we know, for example, we know that the kingdom of heaven, what they call the kingdom of heaven, so the great order of things, is not physical. It's a spiritual realm. Everything is alive. So they don't, many people don't understand that. And they don't make the, dif the difference, this distinction between what is logic and what is not. The throne is not a chair. It is another form of existence. So, then you may ask, why was it, what was Mutatedi on a throne? What does that represent? To sit on a throne is to sit his power. Because Mutatedi is one with the throne. So he's going to sit his power. That's why the, the throne bears the name Supreme Power. You, for example, in the, even when you read the scriptures, the Bible, when they talk about um, Saul, which is, true name is Nyongi, and David. And even regarding Nebuchadnezzar which is the king Ekoto. When, for example, Ekoto, meaning Nebuchadnezzar, was, was no longer, well, was no longer on his, on his throne, no one else could come and sit on that throne. Because the throne, you have to understand that to be king in ancient Africa, it wasn't just simply anyone that could become king. Behind the king, the initiate king, there was an entity. That, let's say, empowers, that give him that authority. Because that authority comes from the great order of things when you are uh, initiated king. So for you then 
to vacate that place, the throne, is not anybody else that can come in. Because for another person to come in, the link has to be cut between that person and that entity. You see? That's why even like I've mentioned regarding Saul and David, even though David was was already put to be king, Nyongi was still residing because that link wasn't cut. And it was when he died that then David took So in Dubise, so like I've mentioned once again before I go forward, the throne is a supreme power. To sit on the throne is to sit the power. In, in the next verse, verse 280 says this, the aspect of this Weya, Seraphim, so those are other entities, resembled cold of burning fire, Comma. It was like the aspect of incandescent torches, comma, and the fire circulated between the weya in bracket seraphim, semicolon. The fire illuminated, comma, and from the fire flashed lightning, comma, and the whole body of the weya seraphim, their backs, comma, their hands, comma, and their wings, comma, were covered with eyes. And you can also see that in Ezekiel chapter 1 verse 13. In Dubise verse 281, it says this. The eyes of Mutadezi were like burning flame of fire, period. His body was like a pre precious stone, comma. So the eyes of Mutadezi were like a burning flame of fire, period. His body was like a precious stone, comma. His face shone like lightning, comma. His aspect was terribly Redutable. So his aspect was terribly redutable. So Mtadidi is formidable. Dubise 1 verse 282. From this mighty Jopele Epiti, in bracket supreme power, comma, streams of flame escaped, comma, its contours were like shining orb were like the shining orb of the sun period next verse and the radiance of the brilliance that emanated emanated from the mutatizi was a flame and shone like polished brass semicolon there was the there was the brilliance of the sun in the midst of the incandescent fire. Verse 284, a fire was burning around him. Verse 285, such 
was the radiance of the brilliance that I had seen emanating, emanating from the Mutatidzi semicolon. His magnificence, comma, his grandeur, comma, are impossible for me to describe. So this is what Dubisse penetrated. In the current classical the Bible, they're going to say, they're going to falsify that, and people are going to worship a false god. And they're going to say, no, there's a white savior, and people will worship that. People will follow that blindly. And many people, even when I share the videos, when Zulula 100, the only teacher, people are going to say, are going to write down in the comment, repent, repent because there's an hell. Repent from what? From what exactly? They're going to say repent because hell exists. So, I repeat again the verse 283. And the radiance of the brilliance that emanated from the mutatidi was a flame and shone like polished brass. There was the brilliance of the sun in the midst of the incandescent fire. A fire was burning around him. Such was the radiance of the brilliance that I had seen emanating from the mutatidzi. His magnificence, his grandeur, are impossible for me to describe. Now, in another space-time, when we go in Dubise, chapter 1, verse 353, it says this, so 253 to 262, because they were accomplishing ceremonies that uh, that Dubise was seeing. And he saw him, he saw that scene. And then in Dubise 353, he says this, the Bagane and Biedi, so that's the saying, the two entities, the Bagane and Biedi transported me back to the indescribable, indescribable, unimaginable, ineffable reality where I had seen Mutatezi, period. So they brought him back. The Bagan NBD transported me back again to the indescribable in unimaginable, ineffable reality where I had seen Mutatezi. So He went back, but now in verse 354, it says this, but this time I saw Mutatidi standing, semicolon with him, comma, a multitude of Basangwatumba, archangel, who shone. So Mutatidi is now standing. The fake Jehovah Witness will say that no, Jesus was an archangel. We've already exposed their their lies, their false doctrine, because they've 
ignore in their confusion, they forgot that Michael was also one of the principal chief. So Michael was also, Michael the name was also an archangel. Jehovah Witnesses know nothing, understand nothing. The God they're serving, they're praying to, you're serving nothing. So they falsify history, they brought the fake images, and many people are going to believe it. Many people are going to exclaim, no, is the so-called Jewish that are the true people of God. But since when a Jewish person will be named Peter? Since when a Jewish person will be named John? People are going to say, no, it doesn't matter. It's only fate that counts. But that fate is based on a lie. In their own Bible, in the current classical day Bible, they don't even understand what they wrote. But the authentic version is here. The def defensor, the liberator is here, Zubilassan, to enlighten us. So that's why in Dubisay chapter 1, verse 354, it says, But this time I saw Mutate standing, semicolon, with him, a multitude of Basangwatumba, archangels, archangels, who shone. Verse 355, he says, Among the Basangwatumba, in bracket, archangels, I recognized the terrifying Sangwatumba archangel known as Muganga. And you can see regarding Muganga in Tobit, chapter 18, verse 15. And when Dubise says that among the Basangwatumba, I recognize the terrifying Sangwatumba archangel known as Muganga. That means he already saw him. He saw them previously. In Dubise chapter 1, verse 356, he says, I also recognized the powerful and terrifying Sangwatumba archangels known as Mene, in bracket Michael. As he says here, uh, verse 357, including the powerful and terrifying Basangwatumba Archangel. Archangel Sunga in bracket Raphael, Beninguzi in bracket Gabriel, and Moye in bracket Uriel. So including the, powerf the powerful and terrifying Basangwatumba Archangels. Sunga, Beninguzi, and Moye. Verse 358. The Basangwa had imposing and fearsome aspect, just like Mutatedi himself. Verse 359. And behold, the Bangane and Biedi took me in the midst of them. So the Bangane and Biedi, the two entities that were guiding Dubise, the prophet Enoch, through his vision. They brought him in the midst, in the middle of 
them. Verse 360. In the midst of them, I was stunned, comma, amazed, comma, and terrified, semicolon. But, comma, mutatezi reassured me and said to me, column, do we say, beloved men, do not be afraid. Verse 100, uh, verse 361. I'm going to reveal to you what will manifest in a few centuries, in a few centuries, in a future, which will be the present for those of that time. But for us, this future is already past. A. Yes, this future has taken place many times in different realities and in different ways period where did you ever hear these phrases bibel kalatambali the book of enoch this is pure spirituality because the future for for us in the visible the future until the end of days, that's already passed. That's already passed for the entities from those from the great order of things. It's already passed many, many times. They've tried to make movies regarding parallel worlds. Satan allowed them to, to do that. And in... Uh, what Hollywood tried to show, tried to represent, is not something new. What is an example of a true parallel world? For example, Moto and Muto, meaning the first man and the first woman, known as in the current classical day Bible as Adam and Eve, but is Moto and Muto. When Mutatezi tell them that the day you will eat the forbidden fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you will die. So, in a reality, he eats the fruit, and in another reality, he doesn't. So there's a reality where he eats and he dies, and then there's a reality where he doesn't eat and where he lives. And when they, he also says, go and multiply, that means that reality already exists where they are multiplying. So they're not inventing don't be impressed by what they try to show you regarding the multiverse and so on. Their knowledge, they don't have knowledge. This is the true knowledge here that we are sharing. Do we say, chapter 1, verse 361, he says, so that's Mutatezi, 
that says, I'm going to reveal to you, to reveal, so to, to reveal to Dubise, to the prophet Enoch, what will manifest in a few centuries, in a future, which will be the present for those of that time, semicolon. But for us, so for the entities from the great order of things, this future is already past. A, yes, this future has taken place many times in different realities and in different ways, period. Verse 362, he says, but yet, comma, despite the, the pluralities of these different realities, comma, I will nevertheless depict to you the reality that men, comma, those of the visible must penetrate, in bracket, no. Period. So that was the terrible vision that Isaiah saw regarding uh, in, in Isaiah 6. That was, that was the teaching regarding Isaiah 6, the terrible vision that Dubise also saw in a vision. So that was the teaching. There's only one teacher, Zululassan, one authentic Bible, Biper Kalatambale, the book of the truth. That was the teaching. All glory to Loba, the only and unique creator.